0: And a warm welcome to our chilly draft, where we pick the films that we're going to watch this shocktober. Who's we? Why, it's Sean Lemmy, John Otney,
1: and Colin Westman.
0: And I'm having trouble with grammar today, apparently. But that's not going to stop me from uh, going forward with this podcast we're going to do. You know,
2: why you're having trouble, Sean. It's because you're spooked. I am spooked.
1: This is a
2: very shocking podcast, because this is for Shocktober, and for those of you listening to this who don't know what Shocktober is, that's on our website, Mildly Pleased, every October we do Shocktober, and that's 31 days of 31 horror movie reviews, every year has a theme, and this year's theme is Shuttertober. Shudder being a streaming service from, from AMC, Uh, That's exclusively, well, mostly, primarily a horror movie streaming service. There's also some, like, thrillers and some action and sci-fi, but it's mostly horror. And we thought it would be fun to do a draft. Like, we do our Criterion draft in the summer, but with all these spooky things. So, I guess first off, I'd love to know from each of you guys um, what your experience was like going about this. Was it difficult? What was the strategy? I don't know. Colin?
1: Uh, Well, it doesn't look like the library for Shudder's huge Like, it's pretty good, considering it only caters to one genre um, Yeah, I think I was impressed by their selection I especially liked that they have a pretty good variety, I think Of, of you know, de- what decades they have movies from It's a bit all over the place Which is nice, because I get frustrated by all streaming services Only having movies from the last 10 or 20 years that aren't filmstruck um and yeah I, I was able to find a nice variety of movies but I, I literally just went down the list and looked at everything they had and just kind of you know made note of which ones were movies that i had some curiosity in or had heard of or had meant to see over the years but hadn't and uh yeah that was my strategy <laughs>
0: Nice, Sean, thoughts,
1: fears, concerns
0: Yeah, I know uh, there's a lot of fun stuff on Shudder like uh, They also have uh, a few documentaries And some martial arts films I ignored all of that, I went to just watch Filtered Shudder, filtered it to Rotten Tomatoes Score higher than 85% <laughs> Wrote down 10 movies, said that's enough So you're not going to even dabble in any of the stuff that's like, it's so bad, it's good. No, I've spent, I think, seven minutes prepping for this.
2: (laughs) That's one of those things where it's always like sounds fun, but then when you're actually writing about it, you're like, God, what a fucking waste of time. I once did a whole month of watching nothing but garbage, and I don't feel like I learned that much from it. (laughs) My strategy for Shuttertober was uh, I have a handful of uh, horror movie lists that I constantly check off. The ones I've been working on lately are Uh, Fangoria's like 300 greatest horror movies and there's some really obscure stuff on it and uh, I'm hoping to take a a small dent in that this year and also I saw something on Amazon Prime that was called like the 50 scariest movies which is pretty much something you just put on in the background but it had some pretty good recommendations so I picked a couple from that so I'm kind of just slowly like checking stuff off until I've seen everything (laughs) You know I'm getting there because yeah. it's, it's tough we we've been doing this uh seven eight years maybe and you guys have probably been doing this for the last four years or so uh, so it is you do have to find ways to make it interesting and and, and unique every year so. yeah
0: I remember you saying once that like uh, you look at other filmmakers and it seems like they've all seen like everything. And I think you said something along the lines of you you know you can't do that, but you feel like with at least one genre, you could try to get to that level, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, I'm never going to, like, I was, I'm always looking through, paging through, like, when I'm in a bookstore, that 1001 movies you must see before you die. Or, I'm like, I'm never going to get through this. I'm <laughs> never going to get through this. But if I focus on horror, I might get through most of the stuff that's worth seeing. Yeah. So this will be another year closer, and I'm excited for that. Uh, So I think the way we're doing it is I'm going to do a few more because I know that the selection is a bit smaller than most streaming services. And this is going to be interesting because I know Sean, Colin, there's uh, concern that you may pick the same film. So it's Mm -hmm. like an actual draft where you have to be kind of competitive and
1: and strategize. Um, Well, after hearing Sean's legacy, I'm less concerned. (laughs) I, I think I'm being a little more adventurous and also... Uh, I don't know It sounds like I have a few older movies Than Sean does too yeah. So I think we'll be okay
2: But just in case I have written down A whole bunch of extra films That are mostly good films So we don't have to Go through the website You know In the middle of the podcast And try to pick some more So Hopefully we should be able To settle this here and now
0: Yeah And I guess we'll also say That um, I think we're gonna stick with Colin's gonna try to watch Eight movies mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to watch Ten, but one of them is secret,
2: which puts me at like fourteen, or maybe or thirteen, something like that. How many? I should
0: have well, done this math eight. before. So well, that's
2: eight, but you're doing only nine are from Shutter because you always do like Sean always ends the year with a, a a movie review of a really bad movie from the current year <laughs> that's so bad that it's scary. So that's usually the final day. So that means you're doing nine, right?
0: Shutter nine picks. Shutter and picks nine but, Shutter. But, picks. So we have and thirty days. So. Yeah. So that's seventeen. So you have thirteen.
2: Perfect. That's a spooky number. So I'm happy about that. I that should be no problem coming up with thirteen films. Uh, I think it would make the most sense if I go last in the rotation. Not that I think I'm going to be picking the
0: same stuff. Okay. Because I went for some deep cuts. Um. Well, I think it makes sense if we went, Colin. Yeah, clockwise. Yeah, from the way we're sitting. Because we always sit in the same way. It's weird. Seems like it just works really well so mm-hmm.
1: I don't I feel like for some of these I'll just say like what I know about them which is going to be very little and then I'll just defer to John <laughs> If <laughs> like, I've seen it I, can I don't you know tell me? I'm pretty sure you've seen my first pick at least heard of some of them Bobby. Yeah uh, my first pick is The Wicker Man which I've never seen Which one The original yeah. 1973 <laughs> British film uh yeah, I don't know much about it other than that it's about, what, building a giant giant statue guy out Yeah, of, that's part of out it. Out of stuff. Um, I don't know. So, well, have you seen the Nicolas Cage one? I haven't though? seen the so Nicolas don't Cage don't the, remake So, the,
2: the general plot, as I remembered, it's been a little while, is a uh, British police officer uh, goes to some island where there's a girl that's missing, and mm-hmm. there's these creepy people that have some sort of Celtic sect or something. And they're getting ready for some kind of like May Day type festival, and they're building like a big Wicker Man for it. And everyone in the town's really creepy, and the, the the British officer feels like people aren't telling him things that, you know, like they're, they're hiding something. And it, of course, b- builds to some crazy shit. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. I feel like there's some pretty um, important, I don't know, important, just some cool people involved. Like Anthony Schaefer wrote it. I think he also wrote Sleuth. So he's like got a pretty rich like theater background. So it's, it's a pretty sharp script. Yeah. And of course, Christopher Lee is one of his best roles. Uh, Britt Eklund. I think they're both in Man with the Golden Gun, too. So it's got some Bond crossover. Weird. And it stars some British guy. I don't know who he is. He's just some British guy. Look at him. He just looks like some guy. I think he's most famous for being wicker man. And Robin Hardy directed... Nothing else, really. (laughs) He directed a movie called The Wicker Tree in 2011. That's quite a bit after. And, of course, remade as the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man, which has been
1: reviewed on the site. (laughs) Weirdly enough. Is this one where it got reviewed on the Ottman prophecies, your old blog, Uh, a long time ago?
2: Probably, probably. You know, I think I wrote a paper about it in like a religion class once. Mm. I think we watched it. So uh there's some really interesting um, religious like symbolisms and, and stuff in there. So okay. I think this is this is a very rich experience. I think you'll have a good time. It's pretty British though, so be prepared.
1: I've liked some of the British horror movies I watched in the past for Shocktober. I like that tales of the Tales from the Crypt movie. Yeah.
0: Cool, yeah, that should be good. Um I'm gonna make my first pick pie. The Darren Aronofsky film from 1998. Um, I think it was his first movie, and I think it has a non-famous cast. <laughs> and it must be about math or something. I think that's wow, you great. did <laughs> you've seen this, right? I've
1: seen it. It's been a while. Yeah, I think it's a guy who's just like super into math. You think you just see things. it, right? I really don't remember much. <laughs> I haven't it. seen it. I just feel like it's just a guy like kind of losing his mind. Type of movie, I guess, which is pretty on brand for Darren Aronofsky. Uh, yeah, I don't remember this. One. Well, do oh, you I'm think sorry. does it
2: make sense for it to be on Shutter? Sure, or is it kind of weird that's on Shudder?
1: I wouldn't really call it a horror movie. I guess it's more of a. I don't know what I call it. like a claustrophobic thriller would be how I'd categorize it, but that's fine. We've done claustrophobic. Thrillers. Sure.
2: I was thinking about Darren Aronofsky's career recently, and it, it does seem like most of his films are pretty disturbing. Even, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, Requiem for a Dream, or e- even The Fountain's kind of a creepy
1: movie. Black Swan.
2: Really, the only one that stands out to me is, like, Noah, right? It's not
1: very. He's, he's still, like, kind of losing <laughs> yeah, his shit. Yeah, <laughs>
2: there's rock monsters, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this would be that'll probably be pretty interesting. I assume Pie is like super low budget too. So yeah. I've always wanted to watch that. I meant to watch it before I watched
0: Mother, like to get ready for That's, it. Those are the two Aronofsky directed films I haven't seen. So I do not know how I feel about Mother. I kind of <laughs> like I liked it for
2: like 15 minutes, and then it was just so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a mess, man. That the screenplay is like 50 pages too. That's but, weird. Actually, no, I think it was normal length, but it, <laughs> it yeah, it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's you know not, what I mean. Right? That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to watch Pi. I'm sure Pi
0: is pretty good, I that mean, jump started his, his career. There's probably some anime shit going on too. That's that's gonna be good.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, ripping off anime. He likes doing that, doesn't he? <laughs> Okay, so my number one is kind of a cheat because it's actually not on Shudder yet, but by the time this podcast comes out, I think it will be. It's a movie that I think it technically came out last year, but it also kind of came out this year. It's called Revenge, and it's a film. I believe it's an American film. Let me double-check that. That No, it's a French French film. You've heard of this, Colin?
1: Yeah, this was a backup pick for me. I remember when this— Came out. Too. I'm surprised you know about it. Yeah, I think it was playing at SIF for like a, a midnight screening or something.
2: Um, but yeah, it's about a uh, some French rich douche who takes like his, uh, I guess, kind of like mistress out to a, like a mansion in the desert, and they like shitty to her and abuse her, and she runs off the desert, and it kind of becomes like a revenge movie, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be really violent and really gritty, and it was a big hit at the Toronto International Film Festival, and it played at Sundance. It's been a red box for a little while, but it's coming to Shutter as a Shutter exclusive, and just everything I've heard about it, it sounds really cool. Ao Scott said, "Revenge is a synthesis of exploitation and feminism, blunt, bloody, and stylish, almost in spite of itself." You know, it sounds cool. I don't really know much about the people involved or who made it or anything, but uh, it looked like it was a first-time director. Okay, right? that makes sense. I noticed it's Neon Films, which is a newer company, but they've already made some interesting films with i tanya and ingrid goes west and colossal so mm-hmm. it's an interesting studio so yeah I, th- I think it will be out um on the 13th of september so at least okay. by the time we
0: start yeah October, it should be able to watch like it, this is, when we're recording this the 13th of september is two hours away <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just watch it tonight at like 1 a.m I appreciate Uh, you opening with a called shot. That's that's pretty cool. The ballsy move. With what? A called shot. It's not even on shutter yet. Well,
1: I (laughs) assumed it was on shutter. Would I put it as a backup? Because I think it was on the. I mean, it's literally
2: gonna be on shutter like tomorrow, right?
1: Yeah. Still, (laughs) I respect it. So mine number two is another like pretty well-known horror movie. It's the Blair Witch Project. Damn it! Suck it, Sean you choose it?
3: <laughs> Not <guessing>. anymore. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, Me neither. Weird. I guess I just feel like John's always kind of like downplayed how good it is over the years. And I've just been like, all right, then I guess I could skip that one.
0: Do you? It, yeah, go on I mean, you probably have a more relevant question. But I'm just like, do you like the found footage aesthetic? Is I'm, that a style of movies you enjoy?
1: I think I'm fine with it. I th- yeah, I'm pretty apathetic. <laughs> I don't feel very strongly about it one way or another. I, I liked it with Cloverfield. I th- I think, yeah, I think it works definitely, but uh, I'm not like in love with it.
2: I was just going to say it's a movie that, as I've you know learned more about filmmaking, I've come more to appreciate how they went about making it, and that makes me almost respect it more. Because like when you're when I saw it as a kid, you know, I, I saw it like uh, on home video. I was on a VHS tape. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I was just like, there's not sh- where do we see the witch not showing <laughs> anything? It's all like flurries. Like you like you're a kid, you're you know, you're used to seeing like Star Wars and Independence Day and stuff, you know. <laughs> you're n- you're not used to these more subtle, like, documentary type kind of films. So I didn't really like it back then, but I saw it like, probably like three, four years ago and I really appreciate it because it's it is very subdued and very subtle and it feels very real. And it's just crazy that the, these two directors basically gave their cast the cameras and was like, okay, here's what you're supposed to do, here's what you're supposed to do, and then we're just going to be gone. And they'd just be out in the woods, like, freaking them out and shit, or, oh, yeah. like, hiding in a tent. They had the walkie-talkies, out. but they basically let the actors film the movie. And there's, um, it's, it's cool because the legend of the Blair Witch is something they totally made up, you know? I mean, it's, it's not from any direct mythology or background or history that I'm aware of. I mean, obviously, there's the Salem witch stuff, but this is its own thing. And there's also a cool uh, kind of B-plot that they tie into the movie about, like, this murderer that's really interesting, and they find ways to tie the ideas together. And It's just a very rich, intricate uh, story, and uh, it's it's too bad they could never think of any way to build on it, though so I guess they didn't really need to. It's weird that yeah. there's been any sequels. <laughs> it doesn't really seem like a movie that's sequel-friendly, but...
0: Also... Like, I miss that, that 90s phenomenon of, like, building mysteries around movies. You know, stuff like The Matrix and the Blair Witch yeah. Project. Like, the Blair Witch Project thing is like, this is real. We just this found this tape. This and, is all real. You know, what is The Matrix? And I guess J.J. J. Abrams, like, sort of gets to do stuff kind of like that now. But <laughs> it seemed like it was a thing in the late 90s. Totes. I hope that wasn't a high pick for you, Sean. I mean, they're not. I just had them in chronological right. order. <laughs> Um, but I think my next pick—I'm gonna go with Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Colin and No,
1: I, I, I didn't put it on my list. I, I haven't seen it, but I feel—has it not been reviewed on the blog? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, it was like eight years ago. So you're good. Okay. you're good. You, you can keep going. It on. probably was, I but check.
2: like I'm sure Sean could write a much better review than 19 year old John. It's, yeah. <laughs> so Sean, what uh, intrigued you about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Uh,
0: I've just heard it's a pretty intriguing film. Obviously, it's it's what put um, Michael Rooker uh, on the map, and uh, I've. Did you the
1: review Yes, it? it has been reviewed unmodly Please. It's fine I don't want In w- 2010 2010 so. is a while ago How long is this review? Please don't read this It's three paragraphs long so. I, I think you're good I think you can do I didn't want to know job.
2: Because I didn't want to see How little effort I put into it Yeah
0: uh, and I've heard it's kind of like a a brutal and somewhat like realistic portrayal of what uh, like a real life serial killer would be like. I've I've heard some scenes described where they uh I say they, I think he has like a friend in the movie, at least for some uh, of it. yeah,
2: Tom Towles, who uh I believe was on some uh, was on Seinfeld once. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think he's mostly famous for this and um I think he was in some Rob Zombie movies. He's kind of a B-lister as well. I haven't seen this probably since like two thousand, like seven. Like I wrote that two thousand ten. I bet you I did not rewatch it, and I don't remember a lot about it. But yeah, it does feel realistic because there's also some scenes where him and his buddy have like a VHS camera and they're like filming some stuff they're doing, and so you get to see it through the camera in a couple parts. But this, I don't think this is going to be a movie where it's going to be like I'm going to. Th- I need to turn it off. I need to go throw up. It's not like that bad, but yeah. it's definitely like this is pretty raw. I'm, I'm seeing here. That it was rated X when it came out. But I think that's like the, the traditional X. Yeah, that's not, what I thought. Not, It's not like Michael Rooker's getting it on with a, with a corpse. And I'm sure there are some movies on Shudder. <laughs> I believe there's exactly a movie of that premise on Shudder.
1: Corpse fucker.
2: I think it's called Necromantic. Oh no. Which is about making love to corpses. Mm. I'm too afraid to watch it. Mm. But I'll get there someday, right? I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... Um, I don't know if I know anything else about this. No, I think you, I think you got everything. Just there's so much written about censorship on the Wikipedia page <laughs> for this movie. So I would love to, because I don't remember. I would love to hear if now if it still really feels like that intense. Yeah, that disturbing. So. It's uh, it's in black and white, right? I think it's in color. It's oh, color. It's in color. Yeah, I think so. Uh, most of the advertising is in black and white But I believe it's in color Another, Probably a Kill Bill thing It's just so violent <laughs> Gotta take the color out Something that I think is violent with lots of color And we've been kind of talking About something related to it uh, My number two pick is Beyond the Black Rainbow Which is the debut film From Panos Cosmatos Who I keep talking about his new film Mandy And this is his first film <laughs> Beyond the Black Rainbow Which is I don't think supposed to be very good But I look at all the stills from it, and it looks fucking crazy. It's some sort of weird horror sci-fi movie. I don't know what it's about. Let's see. I'll read a quick uh, sentence. Despite being under heavy sedation, a young woman tries to make her way out of the Arborea Institute, a secluded quasi-futuristic commune. And it has this very, like, weird, like, wide Stanley Kubrick-looking kind of art style to it. Lots of, like, dark reds and just really trippy-looking shots. But I hear it's kind of, like, sluggish and slow, but... So I'm so excited for Mandy, I thought, I'll check out this other guy's thing first, even though it's supposed to be the one that's not as good, just to kind of get a feel for him, because he's an up-and-comer. Uh, I saw that his dad was a film director. His dad directed the movie Tombstone. Nice. Kurt Russell. And Rambo 2, which is the most... Uh, I was going to say entertaining, but... Yeah, it's the most entertaining. It's the most entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, at first, I guess at first I was going to go with the most violent, but I don't remember Rambo 3 that well. Um... I just assume they get more and more violent. I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched The Rambo's, and that's probably for the best. But yeah, some trippy sci-fi horror movie. That sounds like fun. Uh, so yeah, I don't have much to say about because I don't know much about it. I really didn't even know about Beyond the Black Rainbow. It's probably a couple months ago. So What's well, a is. Black Rainbow?
1: You tell me. <laughs> the night sky. <clears throat> but with colors. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it a rainbow at night? Yeah, night rainbow.
0: That would be so scary. <laughs> How
1: would you explain that?
2: You wouldn't be able to see it, right? If it was a black rainbow. Well, uh, hopefully, I hopefully so I'll can't. watch this movie and I can get back to you on if I've deciphered the title at all.
0: Okay.
2: All right, Colin. Your number three. Uh,
1: this one probably is less good than my other two, but I'm just curious because I feel like it's a movie. It's kind of famous, but I don't know if it's any good. It's a single white female, which is described as a psychological erotic thriller. (laughs) So it's not quite horror, I guess, but it is on Shudder. And I don't know. It just sounds like pulpy fun, I guess. I guess it's about... Bridget Fonda needing a roommate, and then Jennifer Jason Leigh like moves in with her and like becomes her and is super creepy or something. I don't know. Sounds fun.
2: I definitely I watched this but it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah, because I watched it because it was on Bravo's scariest movie moments. Another <laughs> okay. list that was the list that got me started on like my horror movie education was Bravo's like hundred scariest movie moments. There's still a couple movies on there I haven't seen because like are you sure? Like another kind of 90s bad roommate or evil tenant movie called Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton which Mm -hmm. I have yet to see but single white female I did see and I recall liking it um pulpy fun I think it's probably yeah I mean this got a this won an mtv movie award for nice. best <laughs> villain and it has got the greatest actor of all time con who's that who do i think is the greatest actor of all time based on his uh, vocal performances
1: just looking at this cast i'm gonna go with steven weber is steven
2: weber for his his uh version of of it that he read um i listened mm. to it on audible fantastic oh, yeah. greatest actor of all time ah, steven weber
1: take that steven Toblaski. <laughs> Who's yeah, also he, in this That's Mitch Meyerson
2: I like that Because it sounds a lot like Ned Ryerson <laughs> <laughs> Ned Ryerson And Mitch Myerson. And only a year before yeah. <laughs> He must have been like Man, come on Give me he's, that's, that's just the type I'm also looking at the director And he looks like he's A hundred years old Though this is a picture From just last year <laughs> uh, Some French dude Who uh, made barf barf barfly yeah a lot of stuff from the 90s yeah i don't remember it well so i will look forward to um your view i'm i assume this movie's like really 90s too probably it looks it looks pretty
1: <laughs> 90s i mean it's got bridget fonda star in it
2: <laughs> yeah right is she even is that even a thing anymore
1: <laughs> all right sean what's your number three uh, I guess if we're calling it that. Yeah, I can't I'm like acting like this is a countdown. I guess we're just so used to doing countdown podcasts.
0: This is probably the movie I'm most looking forward to seeing out of this month, unless you know, someone finds something that really takes me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a movie that's been on my list ever since my uh, screenwriting professor told me I wrote something that reminded him of this, and he was like, "You better fucking watch this movie." <laughs> and I didn't do it, but I'm gonna make good on it now. Um, it's a Spanish film from 2007. It's time crimes. We already mentioned uh, Nacho Vigalando with a, his movie Colossal um, a little bit ago. And this, I think, was his first film about a man who's stuck in a time loop. And that's as much as I know. I assume he's performing some sort of time crimes in this time loop. Yeah, no, you got it. <laughs> um, it's one of those movies you can't really talk about without sp- Boiling I <laughs> okay.
2: You've seen this, right Colin? Yeah Why did you see it? Just because?
1: I think I saw it because we did a T3 Of top 10 time travel right, movies right, right. And this was wild. one of the films you nominated and I was, So I was like Okay, I'll see this Guess I just had a day where I was doing nothing So I just sat home and watched Time Crimes
2: It's it's weird too Because it's one of those movies where if you like look at the post And the advertising It looks like more of a horror movie than I think it turns out to be but I think that's still a pretty appropriate choice. And it's one of my mm. favorite time travel movies of recent year. Not that there's a lot of competition. Like, what, what is it? The Time the Time Traveler's Wife or whatever? <laughs> what other time travel movies have there been?
0: Mm. Um, uh, I'm always interested in time travel movies because I feel like every time a movie does time travel they do it in an infuriating way that really bothers me. On Because like, I just try to logic it out. I can't help thinking about it. Um. So, you know, I'm hoping
2: Oh, dude, you gotta watch Primer someday
0: Well, I feel like pr- I'm scared to watch Primer for the other reason Where I'm gonna get, like, <laughs> so involved in thinking about Primer
2: it Primer is, to, to this day, still the most confusing movie I've seen in my entire life
0: <laughs> Is it, is it uh, more confusing than his other movie, uh, Upstream Color? I didn't, I didn't see it, so <laughs> maybe Maybe
2: that's the most confusing movie But I've uh, that's the reason, like, I remember one time we were hanging out and Michael's like, let's go see Upstream Color. And I was like, mm. it was like 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. And it's like, oh man, just watch a movie that complicated at this time of night. I don't know, man. Uh, but Time Crimes, I uh, recall not being super confusing, but I can't say that it's not like, I'm sure it, there's probably holes in it. So I, I don't know. I don't remember. It's, it's been a little while, but uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of surprised that uh, Nacho Vigalando hasn't been more successful, though I feel like he hasn't made that many movies. I mean, you look at his... Uh, his filmography And there's a handful of things But they're mostly like um, Like anthology st- stuff And uh, he hasn't really made That many movies Since Time Crime So hopefully he'll He'll keep moving Moving up I mean Colossal was pretty good
3: Yeah I, like I don't know that. if it
2: got That much attention But I think his career Still has room to grow
0: It was very interesting too Because it Set up Such a concept Early on And then it Became a different movie As it went Yeah Which I wonder If that's something Also Time Crimes does I remember when
2: I saw Time Crimes, you know, however many years ago, whenever we did that podcast, I guess, because <laughs> I saw it not long before that. It's one of those movies where I watched it, and then I immediately had to watch it again to show it to somebody. Show showed <laughs> it to my brother. It's like, dude, check this out. Check this it's going to blow out. your mind. <laughs> and it did. Well, that's good. Um, okay, my number three. I don't know why I put it this number three. I'm going to move it down the list so I can learn more about it later <laughs> while someone else is talking, because <laughs> I don't know much about it. Uh, so I guess my number three will be one that I will be checking off my 50th scariest movies Amazon Prime list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splinter. Splinter is a film from – oh, God. I don't even have any of it open in my, in my info. Splinter is a film from 2008. It's about a bunch of people held up in a convenience store, and there's some sort of parasite that I think gets into you and then, like, splinters out. Like, sp- spikes come out of you. So it's kind of just like an isolated, low-budget indie thriller. Looks like it stars Shea Wiggum.
0: Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: you have my attention. <laughs> Why do you know? What, what is, what's your, uh, I've, I've heard you mention What's, him. what's your yeah. connection to yeah, Shay? He's in this? a lot of things that I've seen, like uh, Agent Carter and the first season of Boardwalk
1: Empire. Fast and Furious it's movies. Fast
0: like Too Fast Too Furious, the worst <laughs> fast and furious movie. He just gets you know, he's one of those guys he just gets around enough that I learned his name. He's memorable.
3: Yeah,
2: so Splinter uh, well yeah, Shea Williams got top billing in this. So. Hell
0: yeah. But that's that's crazy. Give
2: I wonder if he got top billing because he's like the main character, or if he's just the only person in the movie who's like somewhat famous. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm looking up the director, he really didn't go on to do a lot of other stuff things he did the grudge 3 which i didn't even know was a movie from 2009 like that must have been like straight to dvd and uh not much else but i i hear about this movie every now and then so i'm curious to see what it's like it's got generally good reviews and i'm sure it's pretty like gross too seeing like spikes come out of your hands like you can see like like i want to move my computer too much i don't make too much no no that's not like wolverine it's like spikes coming out of someone's hand on the poster looks pretty gross so splinter, uh, Colin.
1: Okay, uh, I had to like check with this one because I almost chose a different movie by the same director <laughs> with a very similar title. Is uh, Black Sunday the Mario Bava movie? He also has a movie called Black, Black Sabbath, <laughs> <laughs> so, which and I feel like Black Sunday is supposed to be better. I don't know if you've I think seen so. either. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I've seen Black Sunday, but I haven't seen Black Sabbath.
1: Okay. And it hasn't been reviewed on the blog. I guess it doesn't Again, matter. Again. I'm sure.
2: I'm pretty sure it's a movie that I watched and then wrote, but like I didn't remember it all when I wrote the review. So it, it could have been one that I wrote even on the Otman Prophecies, which was my old. What site was it? That was Blogspot. Blogspot. My Blogspot. <laughs> it might have Blonder. been a Blogspot review. Mm. Uh, so I think you're good. That. Again, most of these movies are, like, deserving of a fresh Yeah, <laughs> it, has, it has been reviewed
1: also in 2010. <laughs> I was see. just going for it then. Also year. a three-paragraph review. <laughs> That's just the golden number. <laughs> you even put in your review, it says, Director Mario Bava, then you list the cast, then you put in parentheses, Warning, I'm phoning it in! Exclamation point. <laughs> I like a warning before you, like you shouldn't read it. Like, warning, I'm just, this is just here. So, yeah, I think it's fair game to review this movie for a second time, that's what it got the first. Uh, It's weird looking at these old reviews, because I can't tell how much you liked it just from a glance. They're the star things that are gone now, right? So
2: what drew you to Black Sunday?
1: Uh, I guess just Mario Bava's a director I'd heard of in the horror genre, and I hadn't seen any of his movies. I mean, I could have tried to pick, like, another... (laughs) Dario or Gento movie, but I've seen two of his, so I know, I know what he's about, but I'm interested to see what uh, oh, dude, there's some Mario Dario, Dario Buffett's about.
2: And if nobody picks any, I'm going to have to make some substitutions. Okay. Because <laughs> there's, there's some. I'm not picking any. Oh, man. Did anybody pick Phenomena? No. Oh, man. That's it. a movie where Jennifer Connolly can control bugs with their minds. It's <laughs> an yep. 80s movie. And also, Donald Pleasance has a monkey. The knife And it kills a person And there's also a serial killer On the list. It's excellent It sounds pretty good It was good. released in the United States As Creepers <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good yeah. They
0: cut like 20 minutes Well you time. know John I need a substitution So <laughs> well,
2: well we'll work on it At the end Um yeah, man, Black Sunday. Uh, what I do remember about that movie is the cinematography and it looking really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: got that stark black and white. There's all those like early '60s movies that were still black and white, but like still like surprisingly violent and scary. <laughs> so that's it's like classy, but also like disturbing. So mm-hmm. that should be good.
0: Okay, Sean. Uh, yeah. I guess the next one I'll pick, I think at this point, I don't think I'm is going to overlap with any of my picks. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think we're pretty clear. Um, So I'll just go with um, the next one I want to see the most, which is Battle Royale, a uh, Japanese film from the year 2000 about uh, a group of junior high kids who are forced by the government to kill each other. Um, And uh, there was a lot of controversy surrounding this film at the time. I remember it was banned in a lot of places. I'm guessing that's probably more for the concept than like the actual portrayal of it. But I don't know, maybe it's super gruesome and disturbing to watch. It's I feel like every movie it's been a
2: while since I've seen it. I mean it has. I don't remember it being super violent, but it's certainly I'm definitely rated R. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't remember being like disturbingly gross. Um, I think it's probably more for the concept. Kids yeah, killing like, kids. Yeah. <laughs> And what's great? I don't want to spoil anything, but like everybody starts with uh, like a, like a different weapon, and some of the weapons are like there's some mismatches. That's great. I'm <laughs> just gonna say, this is also what got that one uh, girl th- that role in uh, Kill Bill. Oh, Gogo and Kill. Yeah, Bill. Gogo Ubari with the the spinning ball chain. I think yeah. she's in this, and I believe Beat Takeshi. Nice is in this, or also known as Takeshi T- Kitano, who's uh influential japanese actor director comedian video game maker he's done it all and i think he's uh, like the guy's getting them ready for it or training them for it or like some sort of oh, training i don't know he's just like or like the guy who how hunger games about is this it. i feel like it's pretty hunger games okay. like i'm surprised there wasn't a lawsuit because it was a book first too it was a book and it was a movie mm-hmm. and then there's sequels and then, and then oh let's now let's do hunger games yeah so. I mean, people bring it up all the time. Everyone's aware of it, but for some reason, I guess, like maybe because it's foreign, it's like there's no lawsuit. Cool. But I feel like it's like way darker though. Than that. I don't know if it's a better story, but it's like it's way. More yeah, intense. I mean, Hunger Games rated PG-13. It's <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but yeah, Battle Royale is, I think, definitely conceptually disturbing enough to be a good choice for this <laughs> year's uh, Shocktober.
0: A lot of movies where you watch kids die. It's just not a thing Well,
1: it's a sad thing Yeah, it's real
2: (laughs) right. so for my number four I'm going to go with another film that was on The Amazon Prime 50 Scariest Movies It's called Grace And this is a movie that I know Mostly through the podcast I listen to, The Movie Crypt Um, the, uh, The guy who hosts that show Adam Green has a production company called Arescope, and it's really just a production company that he uses to make his own films through it, but this is like the one time where someone else they like, came up with like a film and he's like, "Okay, I'll produce that and we'll release it through my company." And I, I think it's about a woman who's pregnant and then like the baby dies, but she like she carries it to term anyways or something. But then it's like alive, but it needs to drink blood. Whoa!
0: So it's uh, a vampire baby. I, I
2: think kind of, kind of We're like undead, kind of vampire. And I guess it was based off of a short film that a lot of people really liked. And I think Grace. I want to play. say it played at Sundance, or, uh, you know, yeah I, think it, yeah, I think it played at Sundance. Um, no one in the cast that I really know, uh, the director Paul Soleil, I'm not sure that he's done a lot of other things that most people know, but uh, I've heard about this quite a bit, and I see the poster all the time, it's a bottle filled with blood, <laughs> so that's cool. kind of cool imagery. Yeah, it just sounds like a neat concept, and uh, as a big fan of the movie crypt, I feel like I should know everything about Arescope, and so I can, uh, 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 you know, obtain super fandom. That's <laughs> what it's all about. <laughs> it's like going super sad when you've obtained <laughs> super, super <Phantom>. fandom. <laughs> um, but yeah, not much to say there. think two thousand nine, is the uh, is the year on that. I got a lot of. More recent movies. I don't think I've picked a movie that's not in the 2000s so far. So I gotta, I gotta yeah. mix some shit up this, soon. This is
1: gonna be hard if we do do it <laughs> chronological because the first week's I got just some, be I got some me. older stuff.
2: I got some older stuff coming up. Don't
1: worry. Okay. Okay. Uh, my next one's a bit older, and uh, you know, <laughs> I just can't get enough of that Nosferatu. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Nosferatu, the Vampire, the remake, uh, directed by Werner Herzog. Oh, Which yeah. uh, I believe has one John Cena a long time ago <laughs> like that's all right. that's right. films. So, I a lot of these
2: look like I got into this this stuff like you know when I was in high school so I saw most of this stuff in high school mm-hmm. most of these essentials if you consider this essential but a lot of people you know like this movie quite a bit I don't know if it's better than the original I wonder if that's a conversation people have
1: it's hard because I feel like the original is one of the most influential horror movies ever i mean it's well, like i'm just talking early. about like
2: is like in terms of just actually sitting down and watching each film i wonder which one's more enjoyable yeah because yeah i mean granted the original um like max trek like like that guy really like looked like a vampire so much that people are like is that dude a vampire and that's why they made <laughs> shout of a vampire but like, you have him going up against klaus kinski who was just like Insane So that's He's always fun to watch So I, I, I'd like to compare Those two Nosferatu performances Yeah you, Have you seen The original Nosferatu I
1: have In like college It's pretty something. basic
2: There's yeah. not really much to it
1: well, They didn't have much To work with Back <laughs> then In the 19-teens It's
2: just it's well, But like Story-wise it's, it's just Dracula It's just I think Just didn't have the rights So they're just like We'll just make Dracula But we'll call it Nosferatu and yeah. Different characters I don't remember The Werner Herzog one Very much Mm-hmm. I think it also had Bruno Gans maybe in there. Yep, he's in it. Yeah. Most people know him from playing Hitler in uh, Downfall and some other stuff. But yeah, it's weird to see that Werner Herzog made a genre movie. I don't know how many others he's made, <laughs> you know, specifically genre films.
1: Just Rescue Don. It's a war movie. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Or, like, I see, like, he did, like, Bad Lieutenant Port yeah, Call like in New Orleans. That doesn't really seem like the kind of thing that he would do. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember it being like particularly weird or anything I feel like it's a pretty straightforward movie So I mm-hmm. And I don't recall any narration over it For <laughs> actually to play the <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad no one attempted a depression cause that would be too embarrassing <laughs> So I'm sure some people can do it
1: uh, You got a next pick lined up Sean
0: I'm, like, I feel so certain that it's been, and it's been on the blog, but I couldn't find it. So, here's the deal. I saw Night of the Living Dead when I was a kid. Yeah. B- I loved it. Yeah. I saw uh, Dawn of the Dead when I was in college. Yeah. I loved it. I need to finish the trilogy and see Day of the Dead. I'm so glad you're picking
1: it. Damn it, Sean. That was my next pick.
0: Cause i would love to sit down and
2: watch this again because it's one of those movies where sometimes and like i don't want to build it up too much i think it's my favorite of the three
0: it sounds really interesting so what i know about the movie so, uh, so uh, avoid yeah, any spoilers is just um it's it's like even further into this future because dawn of the dead it was it was still like the zombie outbreak was just happening yeah like oh yeah and so this one it's like zombies outnumber humans like society has fallen and um, it's about like a, a camp of survivors and also it's about like the evolution of the zombie race totally there's a dude in this uh, movie because it takes place like an
2: underground military base who is uh, is a scientist who's trying to like teach a zombie things it's yeah like a student he's trying to it's like a former soldier it used to be like one of their dudes or something because oh, there's army dudes it's basically like the army dudes versus the scientists under underneath and this scientist guy is doing like some fucked up tests on like dead soldiers. Yeah,
0: and then uh, all I've seen in the movie are some of the like fucked up, gruesome scenes that uh, that people have shared on YouTube over yeah. the years. Um, okay, I'm I'm sure Night of the Living Dead is like that's obviously the most
2: influential and has some some pretty interesting things in it. Dawn of the Dead. It's probably the best in terms of like character and theme, but I feel like just for pure entertainment and for makeup. Like, uh, Day of the Dead is just, it, I think it beats it. Like, the gore effects are fucking insane in this. They're so amazing. And it's just really scary. It's the one that I think is actually pretty scary. Like, I still watch it and I get really freaked out. Wow. Um, whereas Dawn of the Dead, like, I really appreciate it, but it doesn't really scare me. No. Um, so I think, yeah, but I, I think most people think this one's a little more trashy,
0: so they don't really. Something yeah, about yeah. Like, like you said, Dawn of, Dawn of the Dead is not a really scary movie, but it does have a lot of social commentary. Yeah, packed about into
2: consumerism it. and excess. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty good, uh, you know, like Ken Forey's like really good. I don't know if there's any. There's some good performances in Day of the Dead, but I don't know if there's anybody's like, oh, that's an amazing performance. I would say that the like the main captain of the, like the military dudes is like, he's just such an asshole, and he's he's pretty entertaining to watch. This is like a movie for some reason. When me and my brother used to go to the horror conventions, I feel like we've met like almost all the cast. This movie. <laughs> I have met like most of the cast in this movie. Sweet, and they're, they're good people. And I think that's another reason, probably, why it's got like a soft spot because uh, there's like one picture of me and Paul, uh, one of the actors, an Irish guy who's in this movie, and the picture was taken by another one of the actors in the movie. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, coolest saying ever, right? So. Yeah. Must be yeah. worth watching, I guess. Yeah. But it's one of those things, like, I don't know if I'm building up to it. Like, it. like, I'm a horror fan, but I don't know if it's, like, good for someone who's, like, maybe not as into horror or something. You know, I don't know if it, like, most people consider it a good movie. Yeah.
0: Well, and, I mean, I also am seeing it, at, like, post-zombie oversaturation That's of true. media. Like, I probably saw it. Yeah,
2: you know, I definitely saw it before that whole walking
0: dead explosion and everything um which yeah even even the even dawn of the dead i saw before all that happened yeah so i don't know but i have such fondness for the first two films that i think that'll that'll pull me through you don't need to see any of the other ones though <laughs> yeah the next one is like 2005 right it's like way later i, I asked on theaters oh I is remember. that the one that gavin yeah gavin <laughs> uh, our friend gavin at the
2: uh end of the movie uh the credits rolled and he threw his cup at the screen And then some usher's
1: like What are you a cartoon character
2: I can't remember I think Gavin was like There's nothing at the end Or, like, or maybe he's like he's boring I can't remember He, he, he didn't have a reason he just did it Because when you're young you just do shit
1: Still one of the best insults I've ever heard. What are you, a cartoon
2: character? The guy wasn't even like, oh, you asshole. He's just like, what are you, a cartoon character?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I'm that, to, screen. that
2: guy's probably got to mop the screen <laughs> after that. Oh. You bring a mop up to the movie screen. That's like one of those special movies that I saw with my stepdad who was like super into like really violent movies, but like doesn't really <laughs> talk about it. Every once in a while, we, like we go and see something. Like we saw the halloween you know remake and we saw freddie vs jason together and <laughs> stuff like that and land of the dead it's kind of interesting it's kind of interesting but i feel like it's kind
0: of cheesy it's way too later it's way too later man you definitely <laughs> I, I have to seen too later. i have seen the <laughs> dawn of the dead uh remake and i thought that was a lot of fun too but just because it's goofy and stupid which one the dawn of the dead uh remake oh uh, yeah 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 With yeah the, Ty Burrell. And Ving Rhames?
2: Yeah, Ving Rhames. Uh, uh, James Gunn script. Okay, um, where was I? Okay, my next film is a film I don't really know anything about. It's an 80s film, getting an older film, 1980. Uh, I found out about it from a uh, an Australian, American-Australian American, Australian writer who I, I kind of got into um, when I was in college because i i I had a brief window where i was into ozploitation you guys know what that is australian australian exploitation yeah (laughs) and what's crazy is there was this run one writer named everett deroche who wrote like all the biggest films he wrote um it's probably his most famous one is a movie called patrick which is about like a bedridden guy with psychic powers lays in bed his eyes open (laughs) uh long weekend um razorback road games these are all movies he wrote um but this is a movie called harlequin that he wrote that i only found out about recently and i was intrigued by the premise which there's a uh, there's a politician has a terminally ill son and he's like oh my god what am i to do and then this mysterious healer guy named the harlequin comes in and cures the boy but like it's one of those things where like your wish comes with a price and like this harlequin won't leave him alone and he wants something in return what's very disappointing about this movie is it was so close to having the greatest cast in history. <laughs> the politician in this movie was almost played by Orson Welles, Whoa. and the harlequin was almost played by David Bowie. Whoa. It ended up starring people we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like it stars um, David Hemmings, which sounds familiar. He's in the uh, blow-up? Blow-up, right? okay. So oh. not, not that He's not- notable <laughs> to some extent That's mean to say that he was like a nobody I have no idea what blow up is
1: It's the Antonioni movie from the 60s It doesn't matter
2: <laughs> And the um, the Harlequin was played by Robert Powell Who, um, I guess, played uh, Jesus in Jesus of Nazareth The 70s Zeffirelli movie Don't know much about it mm-hmm. Um and that makes sense, because I can imagine Bowie being Jesus. So I assume he's a similar weird kind of gangly played
1: Pontius Pilate. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh,
2: but yeah, just some he, weird movie about some faith healer. He played Jesus in The Man Who Fell to Earth.
1: I mean, come on. I, I suppose that's one way of interpreting it.
2: But th- this movie just kind of sounds like it's one of those movies that could be like oh, this lost gem that you totally find. I, I've, every Everett DeRoche movie I've seen so far, I've really like. They're always very clever. It's, it's usually like they're like the, it's a very grindhouse feeling movie, but with actually some really smart stuff going on underneath. And I'm kind of keeping uh, like I kind of want to go into this not knowing much. And it's definitely a movie where it's like if it wasn't on Shutter, it would be nowhere because <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it's not well remembered. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch this and, and, imagine and just what imagine Orson Welles. Yeah. Apparently, so Orson Welles wanted eighty thousand for a week. And they're like they couldn't do it, and Bowie got cold feet at the last minute. Ugh. That's weird. He would have been. Would he have acted in anything before 1980? Man, Earth was that? Yeah, seventies. 70? So why did he get cold feet in, with Harlequin? Was it too much? Maybe it was <laughs> too much dialogue?
0: was just pretty
2: fucked up at the time. <laughs> Could have been. Was, was
0: Bowie uh, pretty fucked up? In no, the, I think like,
2: okay he
1: 1980, was okay by 1980s post Berlin. He yeah. got cold feet. After going cold turkey. Does your
2: movie have cold Con because of dead bodies?
1: Uh, yeah, probably. It's, it seems like a straight-up slasher movie. I When you said a movie from 1980, I was afraid you picked <laughs> mine, but you, I don't know why you would. I don't even know why I have. It just seems like a campy, <laughs> fun movie. Uh, it's called Prom Night, starring oh. Jamie Lee Curtis and... In a supporting role, Leslie said,
2: Haven't seen it. Always wanted to, though. Nice. So you're on your own. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, do I. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It sounds like it's just about a group of high school teenagers who are, like, really excited about prom, but a guy starts killing teens. I wonder if it's it. one
2: of those ones where the killer is like has a theme where he's, like, dressed like a prom date or something. Uh, I guess you won't want to spoil it too much for yourself. Right? Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't. I don't want to know what his thing is.
2: It, it, it's weird now thinking that there is that time where Lee Curtis was like a scream queen. She did. She did <laughs> Halloween prom night, and then I think she did a movie called Terror Train, which is a New Year's themed horror movie on a train. So just. <laughs> but I've never watched it because it's really bad. <laughs> but I think Night Night's supposed to be okay. okay. It's probably pretty entertaining at least. But I mean, yeah, it's got a star. That's something that a lot of these movies do. not has got Lizzie Nielsen. And I assume he's not super goofy in it, even though I don't know. I wonder. That's what year did you say it was? Nineteen eighty. So it's the same year as Airplane. Was Airplane eighty years? It... Oh yeah, it is the same year as Airplane. So he's probably playing it fairly straight. Probably. He's probably not goofing around, unless Lizzie Nielsen's the killer. We'll I'm not spoiling anything. I don't know anything about this movie.
0: <laughs> I assume he's a principal, right?
2: Probably <laughs> or, a dad, or a parent. He's not playing high schooler, probably. I would hope not. He's putting like shoe polish in his hair. <laughs> you look good. I'm just gonna say. Prom night, sweet. Definitely didn't pick that. But did
3: John?
0: No, I didn't okay. know. <laughs> um, the one I picked is. It's not even really something I want to see. It's just something I need to know more about because there was this whole phenomenon and i thought it ended and then it came back and then it went away and i thought it was over for good <laughs> but now the phenomenon's come back again although i'm sure it's not gonna, i'm sure this this last this is the last gasp of this phenomenon i don't think we're going to get uh, any more than this uh, i'm of course talking about the girl with the dragon tattoo mm i have not seen any of these movies i have no idea what they're about uh, I, I, I guess there's a girl with the I, I know her name is L- Lisbeth and she has computers that are old and people think that's cool and the guy who wrote the books died so he didn't get any of the money which is probably why they're such a hit series I mean, they still have to pay the family. I would much prefer to see the Fincher version, uh, but the Swedish original is the only one that's on uh, Shudder, so that's what I'll be watching. I've never seen the original
1: version. Did you see the remake? I've seen both. I think I like the original better, but maybe that's just because the the remake just didn't offer enough. (laughs) in the way of newness. And it only came out like a few years after the original. Yeah, I remember it being pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's quite horror. It's more of like a murder mystery, I feel like. But it's close enough. I feel like it has some disturbing stuff in it. Um,
0: If you don't think this is horror, wait till you hear my next pick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I feel like John... Gave us the only criteria was it has to be on Shudder It yeah, didn't it even have to it. be a horror movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, and this I assume Girls' Dragon Two. I've only seen the remake, and I only seen the remake. Uh, it felt pretty fresh to me because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> really know anything about the book or the original movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely dark. There's like some, there's some mild torture. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's good. Uh, I, I don't. I, I. would be curious to know, Colin, that somebody's seen both of them. Who was the better, Elizabeth Salander, Salamander, Salamander? <laughs> Fine. Let's let's say the name wrong. Is it's it's Salander, right? I don't. I'm remember. fucking. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not Salamander. Oh, God. Is it? <laughs> well, who's the
1: better one? I don't know. Who's the know. better Salamander? I feel like it's about even. Just like these, the two versions are pretty even, but I like the original like a little bit better.
2: Uh, Rima I got no, I fun. Oscar.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it was Numi Rapace. Yeah, was, That's yeah. people with ridiculous That's names. her name. Jeez. Yeah, I was trying to remember. She's quite good. In I it. bet the
2: detective, I, the main detective in that, is better than Daniel Craig, though.
1: Probably.
2: I'm sure it's just some really Swedish guy. Yeah. I feel like Daniel Kidd's pretty stiff. It did have still Scars Skarsgård in it, though, so they they cashed in on Swedish actors.
3: Yeah,
2: in some roles. Uh, but yeah, maybe you'll get really into it, and you'll read the books, and you watch all the movies, and you'll be ready. <laughs> Remember, they're making a movie. I think it comes out. It might even come out at the end of this year. Or that, next. That's year. my thing. It's yeah, like I, I,
0: I thought I could finally not worry about having to see any of these movies, but then fucking the girl who...
2: Okay, which one is it?
0: Girl who kicked the Hornet's Nest. That might be one of the older James books, though. So. I
2: can't remember now.
0: It's coming out. They're making okay. another one. New cast. But it's off one of the bullshit books, right? <laughs> I think it's off
2: one of the ones where like the original writer just like probably had like the idea and someone else totally wrote it. So yeah, it's so not one of the, part of the original trilogy.
0: So I'm sure that'll come out and fail, and then this franchise will be <laughs> over. But like I said, it somehow came back again. I feel like I need to know something about it. That's fair. That makes sense to me. <laughs> Gotta know something about
2: Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay, I'm just trying to keep track of these so I can tr- keep track of what number we're on. Because uh, I don't really have mine that well organized. My next one is... I don't even know if it's really a movie. It seems like it's kind of on the fringe of filmmaking. Uh, it's a movie I've heard about so many times, but I've never seen it, and I'm kind of afraid to watch it. It's a 1978 movie called faces of death it is part of a genre called mondo and mondo's films are basically fake exploitation documentaries faces of death is basically just uh, vignettes of people or animals being killed oh. like i think one is a, a monkey a chimp head and then like taking out the, the the skull and the brain and eating the brains and then like showing a guy on the electric getting killed it seems really real but it's all fake but this was like a weird genre. I think it was just to try to trick people. Like, this is real, man. And people thought it was real. People still think it's real. Some of this stuff. Kind of like, it's, I mean, it's not really the same thing, but like Cannibal Holocaust is a movie where uh, around the same time period where people are like, is this real? The effects look so real or there's all this controversy. Uh, so I feel like I got to check out Faces of Death just kind of for its legacy, not so much its quality as a film. I don't know if there's going to be much to write about. Uh, there's there's no plot listed on the Wikipedia for it. It's got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, people are just like, oh my god, this is like, just what the fuck is this? So I don't know what I'm getting into. But hasn't stopped me in the past. So 1978's Faces of Death is my pick. Monkey Brains. Monkey Brains. <laughs>
1: uh... My next pick is one that, yeah, p- probably isn't a horror movie, but it's on Shudder and it's like a thriller, I guess. And people were talking about it a bunch when Bill Paxson died. It's Frailty. Oh, silly uh, horror movie. Okay, sweet. It's got Matthew McConaughey, who's funnier than Jim Carrey. Some, oh, yeah. Some
2: the say. Larger Than Life VHS trailer.
1: Yep. Uh,. <laughs> I'm sure he's just as scary as Jim Carrey in the number twenty-three in this movie.
2: <laughs> that's that's probably very true, right? I uh, I don't know. Did you see who the director of this film was? Yeah, Bill Paxton. Yeah, crazy, man. Right? <laughs> um, so this movie has a great premise. Basically, um, uh, if I recall, it's a uh, crazy guy, Matthew McConaughey, talking to I want to say oh Powers Booth and talking about his his story like when he was a kid uh, kid him and his brother and how their dad taught them that some people in the world are demons and we have to go kill them <laughs> and the whole time you're like is this true is his dad just fucking insane can we believe anything that happens in this movie because it's kind of the usual suspect style where he's just telling them the story and you're not sure what things are real and uh, yeah it's some freaky shit and it's crazy that it's directed by Bill Paxton I don't I'm sure there's something written about it. I don't know like if someone dropped out and he's just like, I'll step up and do it because I don't know that <laughs> hey, Bill Paxton directed not? any other movies. <laughs> but I recall it being like pretty slick and a pretty competent film and I, I think it was pretty well received and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit when I saw it. Did you say Powers Booth is the dad?
0: I want to say Powers
1: Booth is yeah, the no, He's, he's about in this, this
0: weird that t- two actors who played villains on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and died are in this movie.
2: Yeah, died pretty close to each other. Yeah. <laughs> wow!
0: Uh, is that a,
2: what year is that movie? Two thousand one.
1: Two thousand
2: one. So that's like when people are like, "Matthew McConaughey sucks," <laughs> but it's just because he's picking bad Were projects there? right? Or was it the I layer, feel like I he didn't
1: quite suck it was more or less, I when guess I'm did thinking Sahara more like come out Sahara that was probably between like Sahara and like
2: Gross and Girlfriend's <laughs> past is like
1: the dark oh, yeah. period this was like career. pre him okay. being totally okay. not trying
2: <laughs> yeah that should be cool I, I, I didn't know that have had that actually that's a, that's a cool one. that's a good get for them okay we're getting close to I think you guys list I don't know if you're going to end up capping it at 8 it's okay if you do
3: Ah. <sighs>
2: I might. <laughs> I, I I will I will bring up some films that um, I thought you guys might have picked at the end, like might have considered.
0: I will say I just wrote this one down because I want to watch the movie again. I've already seen it. Um, I think what happened was Colin watched it and I wasn't there for some reason, and so I was like, man, I would have I would have liked to have seen that again. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> like to watch that flick. Um, it's a recent movie. I I just, I just have a. A memory of uh watching the ending shot and, and be like oh man i gotta watch this movie again um it's also not a horror film <laughs> it's a, barely a thriller uh, but it is suspenseful um it's uh, it's jeff it's one of the two jeff nichols films i've seen it's take shelter mm. from 2011 uh, about a uh a father who becomes obsessed. Oh, by the way, Shea Wiggum also <laughs> takes the
2: shelter. IP man of, of Shudder Tober. <laughs> we, we should have
1: called it Shea Tober. <laughs> um,
0: but Michael Shannon is the star. Uh, uh, Jessica Chastain is his wife. He is this man who becomes obsessed with this idea that this massive uh, storm is going to come and it's going to destroy it, this whole town, uh, and everyone else thinks he's crazy and it that's the um that's about the absurd lengths he'll go to to protect his family in spite of everything um and if i can just spoil things like i love it when a movie has that a serious man ending <laughs> more movies need to have that ending um and so i, I want to watch it again just to get just to get to that ending again <laughs> i'm glad you didn't spoil it too much cuz i haven't seen it
2: and uh I still don't really know what you're talking. About. Okay, good. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, saw you're us. good.
0: You're good. I'm still. I'm still in the dark here. Okay. So, uh, watch it with me, John. It's a good one.
2: Yeah. I. I, I this is going to be interesting to do. I mean, I can give you guys like my login to watch on your computers if you don't want to watch every single thing down here. But it's going to be weird. Just like we're just all coming down, watching stuff on the TV <laughs> yeah. constantly and popping in and out. It's funny in the like past uh, like October. I I, I think I only sat in for like a couple movies, and even then, not even the whole movies. But <laughs> I would like to sit in for some of these, but don't feel like I have to be there. I'll see Take Shelter at some point. It's weird that it's on Shudder. Is that on any other streaming service? Like, how does Shudder get there? I don't know. Oh man, <laughs> good good get for them.
0: Yeah, and you know, I would love to see other Jeff Nichols films that I haven't seen, like uh, Mud. I know everyone loved and Shotgun Stories. is supposed to be good too. I even really wanted to see Loving, because I'm a huge fan of that (laughs) Dominic Cooper-Ruth Negga relationship. Uh, But just going to go revisit Take Shelter again.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, this would be like my number seven, I think, which I wish was the 2009 horror film Blood Creek starring Shea Wiggum, because I see that he did do some other horror movies. (laughs) Dude, I'm looking at this movie that I've never heard of called Blood Creek, directed by Joel Schumacher. Starring, starring oh no. Dominic Purcell, Henry Cavill, Michael Fassbender, and Shea Wiggum. and wait, And Wentworth Miller. So it has both of the Prison Break guys. Plus Henry Cavill, <laughs> Michael Fassbender, and Shea Wiggum. And a Joel Schumacher movie from 2009? What the fuck is this movie?
1: It sounds bad, though, because it's Joel Schumacher in 2009. Written by
2: the, uh, the showrunner of um, The Terror, who also wrote the new Suspiria.
3: Uh
2: but maybe Blood Creek for another year this year I'm watching David Cronenberg's Rabid because I will not rest until we've reviewed every
1: David Cronenberg movie <laughs> we did a lot last year
2: I just wanna I should I should know this now I wanna spoil it I'll wait I'll wait because there's another director that we've done a lot that I'm thinking of doing but I've I don't know yet okay so Rabbit. Um, Rabbit is a movie that I can never remember if I've seen because uh, it came out very close to another movie called Shivers that I have seen and they have I feel like kind of similar premises and similar one-word titles and made very close to each other. But Rabbit, I think, is the first Cronenberg. So it's a young woman develops a taste for human blood after undergoing experimental plastic surgery, and her victims turn into rabid, bloodthirsty zombies who proceed to infect others, which turns into a citywide epidemic. I don't know that it's supposed to be that good, but I think it'd be interesting to see David Cronenberg's first movie. See what he's, like, working with, like, on, like, a zero budget. (laughs) Uh, Because... I feel like even his early stuff was still pretty ambitious. Yeah. So I think that'd be fun. It'd be fun to see David Cronenberg. Who does the Money. score, though? Come on, Howard Shore. He's funny. It's not listed here on the side. I'm going to have to go and like do a deep dive on the IMDb, see the full cast and crew feature. Writing. I'm just okay. I can tell you guys that, no, no. Yeah, it was produced by Ivan Reitman. Nice. Saw the Canadian dudes just
0: working together. Where the fuck is the music? Maybe it has them, music. no music. Oh, music! That would be so hard. Make a horror movie without music. All I can find is that the music supervisor was
2: Ivan Reitman. <laughs> <laughs> right. So
1: uh, maybe Ivan Reitman did the score. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> hilarious.
2: But yeah, because um, yeah, who's Howard? Who's Howard Shore? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's done like all of Connerbricks. He's like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy to
0: think that he went from doing like *The Brood* and stuff to doing like *Lord of the Rings*. Of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty I, big. I think the best overall <laughs> score that's not a John Williams. I don't know, Sean.
2: Videodrome, all right. But yeah, I don't know much about it. it. Sounds like just like a zombie movie. I'm sure there's some weird sex stuff going on it because every kind of bird's like, "All right, let's have sex in a very scary way." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has anyone of note in the movie though there is one name that uh, like is highlighted as if I've clicked on it before <laughs> uh, Joe Silver well, maybe I was just writing Joel Silver and I made a mistake who the fuck is Joe Silver apparently he's in Creepshow too, <laughs> which I have seen oh he's in Shivers which this is not okay <laughs> I just spent the whole time not talking about it because I don't know anything about it but it's a 70s movie and I like to do some more older movies because I don't have a lot
1: this is your last pick? Yeah, I don't know. You said you had some suggestions. I yeah, have. We'll see. I had four backup picks. Oh. I'm, I'm like opened. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. A conversation of what we should, okay. What I should do for my next pick. The four I had were the movie Cube, a movie I knew nothing about. And wrote down for some reason, just called Wolf Cop. Okay, <laughs> 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 why are we even talking? Yeah. I always
2: see the poster and I'm like, that sounds like fun. <laughs>
1: Oh and after that I also wrote down Deathbed The bed that eats Uh, Okay I'll just do Wolf Cop Yeah
2: (laughs) I think there's another Wolf related Man movie There's also Wolf Guy But Wolf Cop Sounds better the
0: the bed one sounds good too, but Wolf Cops that's great. I've actually reviewed. Would you say Deathbed? Yeah, I've reviewed Deathbed. Okay, really? I, knew I, I knew I'd heard of it somewhere.
1: <laughs> it's also like the focus of a Patton Oswald. It's such a great bit. That's how I found out a about, bit. about it. Yeah,
2: there's like a great bit about Deathbed about how like the people that really had to like work on it, and this guy that like he spent countless hours working on the deathbed, and then he like hurt his arm and he couldn't play catcher with his son, so he had a bad relationship with his son the rest of his life. Wow. Okay.
1: But we're, I'm not doing that movie. I'm doing Wolf, wolf cop, cop from 2014. Here comes the fuzz is the tagline.
2: I think I heard recently that they're finally getting around to Wolf Cop 2.
1: Finally. <laughs>
2: I haven't seen Wolf Cop, so I'm very excited to hear about Oh, they did just last year they made Wolf Cop 2. It's called Another Wolf Cop. And the poster is a very good parody of the poster of the movie Cobra.
0: Oh, my God. Very
2: nice painting for Another Wolf Cop. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's a Canadian movie.
1: Glad to see it clocks in at a brief 79 minutes. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're just
2: you're just cruising through that
0: one, man.
1: All right, Wolf Cop it is.
0: All right, uh, nice. Um, so my last pick, um, because my my real last pick is is a secret for uh, for Halloween Day. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um is uh the one you recommended that i watch uh even though it sounds brutal uh it's a south korean film from 2010 called i saw the devil about a guy who's trying to get revenge because his wife got killed uh, what was the pitch it's like taken yeah sorry it's like taken but hyper violent uh yeah i haven't seen it in a while <laughs> big
2: <laughs> surprise <laughs> I probably saw this in like 2000. When did Taken come out? Was that
0: like 2010 as well? That was a little earlier than that, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I don't remember
2: how good this was. I, I feel like it was it was really it's pretty. It was like shot really really well. It's a little long, which might hurt it. It's like 140 something minutes. But uh, you know, I've been over the past couple of years compiling my list of the best horror movies of the 2010s because in 2020 or 2019 I want to make that list because I feel like I've seen a good amount of the the best horror movies from this decade. But whenever I'm doing research people always bring this up constantly like this is one of the best, man. I'm like, was it? Like It was pretty cool. And it's got the old boy actor in it. I can can never remember his name. Uh, Choi Min-Sik. Is
0: that Odaisu? From
2: Yeah, if that was the name of the main character. (laughs) (laughs) The old looking, this guy. Yeah. With the mustache
0: and the long, kind of long,
2: wavy hair. And uh, it certainly was a big launching point for that director who um, went on to uh, make The Last Stand in America with Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I think he's gone back to making South Korean movies. He's doing a Wolf Brigade movie off the the manga anime uh, this year. Yeah, people talk about it as this just great, brutal thriller, much in the vein of Old Boy. But... uh, and I think, I think it's one of those movies that's all, like, always in, like, in talks to get remade, too. I'm really surprised we haven't had it yet, but I think we'll get to it eventually, and I'll probably fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I just hope maybe you'll like it. I don't know. It's, uh seems up your alley. I feel like you appreciate uh, Asian
0: thrillers with lots of great combat. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's good and not just... Grotesque. It might be, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry if you, you're out <laughs> hating this movie. Well, uh, You're not alone in praising it. I looked at the critical reception section on Wikipedia, and a lot of people were like... It's kind of
1: middling, I think.
0: Well, I'll, it seems like some people are like, this is gross, but other people are like, uh, it's not just like good, it's like an experience. <laughs> you know, one, one of those things. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, so now that you guys have done your whole list, um, I'm surprised, well I guess I'm not surprised because Colin, you mentioned that I feel like you, you, you've done enough Dario Argento for now. So I'm definitely going to throw in a Dario Argento movie because I, I didn't know that we wouldn't have any Dario Argento this year and there's at least three movies on there that are worth seeing that we haven't seen. So I'm going to go with Inferno. I don't know anything about it. I'm just putting it in because I don't want to drag this out too much longer. That I didn't do my research so I don't, know. I don't even know if it has anything to do with fire. Inferno is my number eight, and then should I keep going with my picks, or do you guys want to hear my uh, things, uh, films that I thought you might pick, or things that I thought you might like? I don't know if people are swayed to pick more movies.
1: No, I think I'm done because I have ten, but I'd like to hear. You have ten? You or not ten, Eight. Eight. Which was what I decided on because I'm lazy. And
2: how many? So I need to do.
0: Fourteen? I thought it was thirteen. Thirteen? No, it's fourteen. Because
1: I, I lost a pick. So you just decided not to? I did not. Up.
0: I did not bring backups. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll need. So I, I have nine films, and Colin has eight, right? Yeah. So that's seventeen. Movies. I thought you had eight films. Um, eight, I'm counting eight. Plus you're horrible, you're, you're horrible. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I'll fill out my list: eight, nine, ten, 11, 12, 13 I need fourteen, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll fill that out with I'm not even going to talk about these You'll just read about them when I do them I'll go with a movie called They Came Back A Japanese mockumentary film called Noroi The Curse uh, Some 2000s thriller called Dead End A 80s cannibal movie called Cannibal Thoreau A 70s erotic vampire movie called Daughter of Darkness (laughs) That puts me at 8 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 I need one more uh, I'll go with a movie that sounds pretty stupid, but I heard people say it was actually good. But I doubt it. It's called Found Footage 3D.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: movie that I think is supposed to be kind of a spoof, but in become in being a spoof kind of becomes the thing that it mocks. <laughs> uh, and you can watch it if you have a 3D TV in 3D. That is an option on the sh- on Shutter. But, I mean, who the fuck has some of those? So I will <laughs> not be watching it in 3D. Uh, it'll be funny to see what that's like. Okay, movies. Uh, so out of the movies that I wrote down that I thought you guys might pick. Uh,
1: I guess I could be swayed to do one more if it helps okay. you out.
2: So movies that I thought, I won't name all of them, but the ones you guys that you guys did pick that I thought you might were Battle Royale, Day of the Dead, Wicker Man, Take Shelter, Pie, Nosferatu, and I Saw the Devil. Those are the ones that I thought you might pick and you did. There's a bunch of others that I thought you might or may think about that you didn't. Uh, cube was on there um i wrote heathers as an option cause I didn't mm-hmm. know if anyone, or and irreversible even though i feel like sean made, made it clear that you're not interested in watching that movie i don't want to watch a rape movie a rape movie that is in reverse but it's gasper now and he's kind of relevant this year because he's got a new movie coming out with climax i'm surprised no one uh picked the fog john carpenter's the fog 19, mm. um, classic carpenter movie yeah uh, Phantasm, I don't know if you guys know about that, it was another classic one, but I don't know if it's like a must see, but it's
0: a very interesting late 70s. For some reason, I thought someone had already done Phantasm.
2: I, I think I have. I <laughs> have not done The Fog, though. Um, a movie I thought Colin might pick because I brought it up to him before was Grand Piano with Elijah Wood, just because it was written by Damien Oh, Chazelle, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, which is a movie where he's a concert pianist and he's got to play all the right notes or he'll be. That's a feature length film? It is a feature length film. It also stars John Cusack. Cool. And what else do I got? And we can always make changes later. Uh, Yeah, I put down... I don't need to go into the rest of these. Yeah, I think that's good. All right, so yeah, I don't know if there'll be any changes. Maybe I won't, or maybe I will review found footage 3D. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: guess we'll see.
0: I, I Honestly... You talking about the reality of, yeah, we're all going to have to come down here and watch it on this TV, makes me feel pretty content with with nine films myself. Yes. Um, So, um... So I guess that's that's what we're going to do You'll find out uh, in a few weeks When you start seeing these reviews Appearing on MildlyPlease.com we got to drive that traffic So that's the URL, I'll just say it again MildlyPlease.com <laughs> um, In
1: popularity, it's only second to our post About a How I Met Your Mother <laughs> Review We'll never touch the popularity 2011, It's it's our most popular post Will always be our most popular post
0: Um But um, our our most popular podcast, that's TBD. Um, Maybe you could help drive the numbers one way or another by subscribing on iTunes. Just search for the words, Mildly Pleased. All our podcasts are in one convenient feed because we don't do them often enough to have them in separate feeds. Uh, And that's everything that I'm talking about. So as my grammar goes bad again, I... We'll call this podcast complete and say thanks, and we'll speak to you next time. All the children this time did they ever, Could the ever, ever